Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live.
What court did you file that in? Wait, you filed in Maine. What court did you file that in? Court you said you filed it in your court. Yes, sir. You filed it in circuit court, in your court? Or did you file it in your court and at the circuit court? I'm just trying to um, understand this. Okay, go ahead. No, well, okay. So you said today when you um, walked into that public building, they escorted you up to your chair. What happened today? What did you have? What notices? Okay. Um. Okay. So, uh, basically, what are you going? What are you trying to accomplish? Like, what are you trying to do here? Who is the trustee? Okay, so you're trying to uh, trustee, I'll say that so it's a man or woman. Yeah, sometimes that's a job that trustee. You want to settle with them? Settle what with them? What are you trying to settle with? Well, they don't have it. They didn't, you know, so yeah, the property is yours. You realize that. Okay, so basically, what's your, why did you should be putting in notice here to restrict, you know, restore your property, right? Mm-hmm. So what best to know what you put in or what did you put in? What changed the question? What did you talk You have to be. You ever have you ever done that? Okay. So um. 
So uh, when do when is your fourth day? Fourth day. Fourth day. Okay, uh, now uh, that was you heard from Shay. Um, she's still with me, and uh, also I have Luciana. Right? You um, have your own court. I'm give you a chance to speak um, about what happened to you today in the court. Um, you want to share that? Go ahead. Oh, 
Oh, Andrea sent me some. It's how that procedure works.
Go ahead. No, no. I want to, you say you found some papers in the court today. Is that true? I mean, like your your notebooks. Is it just only your notebooks? I can kind of hear you talking, but I it's so quiet I can't hear anything you're saying. Can you hear me now? I'm okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's not it's not very loud though. Okay, let me turn it up to make sure. This is better? No. You can hear me now? Yeah, it's still not very loud. Okay. It's charging. I'll make sure my mouth is at the phone. When I... Okay. Yes, Akula, I filed my claim and I filed my notices today. It was not easy, but I did it. Uh, To write a notice is not easy for me. It it was very stressful. Whatever it, whatever it was wrong with my case, I put a notice about it. I did myself. Mike used to help me, but I couldn't reach. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, I couldn't reach Mike, and I have to do it myself. Yeah, I, I, I was very clear. Do not send that notice. If you, if you filed the notice that you sent to me, it's garbage. No, I didn't file that, Mike. I, uh, I filed different one. 
uh, I got your message. Uh, I just make it in seven pages, different notices. Uh, uh, you, you did what? I filed uh, seven page different notices. Each uh, page has different notices on it. Uh, I filed it uh, in my court, and then I put it in the, my uh, copy to the bankruptcy and district court to let them know that I have a court claim. Yeah, I have no idea what you did, but I guarantee you, you screwed up big. I know. I said that I'm going to do you it. Know what? You, you, you know what? You need to stop and listen and do what you're told. You need, you need, you need to stop calling me ten times a day and leaving me six text messages and five emails because it annoys the hell out of me and that's why I stop answering the phone and you need to stop filing things when I tell you don't file them. You need to listen when I tell you to write out the summary. You need to listen to what I tell you. You need to do what I tell you. You need to stop being sloppy and lazy. You need to stop panicking. You need to stop doing everything at once. You need to slow down and do one step at a time. Mike, you are the best. You are the best teacher I ever had. Uh, I know, but what, what do you... What 100%, do you, but what, it was listen, deadline listen. today. It was what, my what do, you ex, what, what do you expect me to do now? Fix everything you just did? No, 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 no. No, I'm okay. Don't worry. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. You can't... Okay, yeah. if you want to do it on your own, go ahead. No, I, I don't want to do it on you, my you, own, but it was a deadline. I have to put something there. No, you I don't. Have, no, you don't. Yeah. You have to do things properly. You don't yeah. fly off the handle and do all kinds of stupid things and make bad mistakes. That's not how you do it. I agree with you, but I said that I I didn't have any other choice. Today, it was the last yeah, you day. Did, you, you did have another choice. Stop what you're doing and listen. That's your choices. Stop what you're doing and listen. I agree with you. But today, I, it was a deadline that they put it in, and I didn't want to give them excuse. And I have to file them my notice, and I didn't want okay, well, okay, you know what? They played you like a sucker. You need to stop listening to them. You need to stop doing what they tell you. They are the other side. They're not on your team. I know. For they're not, they're, listen, they're not trying to help you. Stop listening to them. It's misdirection. They're screwing you up, and you're screwing yourself up because you don't listen. Like you've been doing this long enough that you should be catching on now. Like you should stop phoning public defenders after you say you don't need their help. I've I told you several to times that. You need to shut your mouth in court, like I've told you several times. You don't listen. All this stuff, you're doing it to yourself. The reason I don't call you, the reason I don't answer the phone all the time when you call is because you call 10 fucking times a day. 
and then I get mad and I ignore you for three days and you stop for three days and then on day number four, you call me ten freaking times again. You don't listen. Okay. Oh, Mike, I have a Lucy here. And she wanted to ask you a couple of questions if you didn't mind. Okay. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm pretty um, good. How are you? Good, good. I just um, wanted to kind of just get an idea, your opinion. After you have the claim served and you have 21 days goes by, you don't hear anything, and then how do you go about setting a date to have them come into court? Um, did you serve a summons on the other side? A summons? Well, if they haven't, um, they just haven't responded. It's been over 21 days. The summons would be to come into court, right? Yes. Okay, so I would have to have a date. That's that's the problem. I, I don't know how to get a date set. Because they, the clerks are telling me, you know, trying to take jurisdiction. No, you have to file a motion. You have to, um, you know, do a precipice. And um, um, yeah, a, a, a precipice day probably or a precipice hearing probably isn't a bad idea, but okay. you don't want to do it. Um, you don't want to do it according to their rules. Like, like, obviously, you don't want to be filing motions and everything else, but having a having a hearing where you talk about the issues that are still in controversy is probably good. Um, okay, because that way there will already be, like, a magistrate there. Because they have these, I guess, precipice day or motions, civil motions day where everyone, anybody can file and come in and go in front um, a magistrate and, you know, discuss or ask for whatever they want in their mo- I'm not sure what they're doing, but it's like um, they have one day a week where you can go and file these um, documents. So I'm wondering if that would be a good route to go or try to get, because there's, you know, 24 hours a day is the public building is open. So yeah, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't bother trying to do anything at the courthouse when when it's closed. Um unless right. there's an absolute emergency. Right. Well, I'm meaning like if there was another um say if there was another date other than that date that they hold their motion to be heard in civil jurisdiction getting a date outside of that time frame? Um, I don't really know a whole lot about default judgments, but you might want to see about a default judgment or a summary judgment. Because okay. if, if, 
if they haven't answered, I guess they're not arguing any of the facts. So I guess if you're if both parties are in full agreement, then all it all it takes is an order. Okay. And then so you just type up an order and then or write out an order, sorry. And then you file that too or who signed the clerk? Yeah, I, I think the clerk would probably have to schedule a, a hearing date. Okay. Um, are the clerks being polite and they just don't know, or you think they're giving you a hard time on purpose? Um, I think they're being polite. They're they're they're, they're decent people. Um, I think they're being very polite. They. Um, take the time to explain to me legalese jurisdictions, of course. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I'm polite. I just kindly, you know, let them know that this is, you know, actually this is not a complaint. Um, and then they say, well, any filing, you know. <laughs> so, but they're, 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 I don't think they're, at least it doesn't appear to me they're trying to give me a hard time on purpose. Yeah, they just... Um they do a little bit of statutory training. They get hired and then they get a little bit more in courthouse training and they don't get taught common law at all. They just get taught the statutory procedure for accepting motions and filing them. So they, there is a chance that they have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely, um, did you ever ask to speak to one of their supervisors? Um, I, I believe I did um, by default. He was right there when I had come in. And um, it seems as if he was also saying the same thing somehow, that, you know, it would be best to... Um, <clears throat> file a motion in order to have a court date set or I would have to go to a different um, section in the building to have a special date set by, uh, he called it judges chambers. Have have you ever heard of that? I, <laughs> I thought the clerk set the date, but he says if it's not within their standard, um, you know, civil rules of procedures. That's probably a good idea. To go to the judges' chambers? Really? Okay. Yeah. Just, I don't know exactly how they do the judges' chamber thing there, but it might be just go into the judge's office and explain to them what's going on. And in private, he might be more willing to help you out. But if yeah. he's in front of a whole bunch of people and if it's a live courtroom and they're recording and everything, he's probably not going to want to help you much. Um, because they don't they don't want they don't want the the secret getting out that there's another way of doing things. Okay. Did you? Did you hear about, um, did you hear Carl's, one of Carl's earlier episodes when he was 
talking with uh, Jesse from Canada. Jesse and Jonathan. I think that was the first people that he helped get their kids back. Oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. They went in and they were trying to file something and the clerk was crossing stuff out and putting stuff on their paperwork. And they mm-hmm. ended up uh, they ended up getting a meeting with a judge and he was kind of trying to help them, but kind of trying to steer them in the wrong direction at the same time. Right, with putting the crossing out um, property, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it might be a good idea as long as you don't change your paperwork and you don't do any statutory recommendations that he makes. Okay. But maybe... Like, I'm guessing a magistrate will probably know a little bit more than the clerks and the clerk supervisors. Um, okay. That I was also thinking it might be an idea to write a letter to the chief magistrate of that courthouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had received that suggestion, too. Um, the building chief. That, the building um, yeah, building manager or chief magistrate or whatever they call them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if and if you have a problem dealing with him or her, um, I guess the attorney general would probably be the next guy to talk to. I believe it's that Terry McAuliffe guy. Um. Oh. Yeah, no, the Attorney General, that's the governor. Terry is the governor, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, Attorney General is Mark. Um, well, Mark has the job as Attorney General. Yeah, I think it would. you would probably want to speak to somebody at the Attorney General's office. Um Okay. Would you suggest yeah. going in person or writing a letter? Um, are you in a, a really, really big hurry? Um, yeah. <laughs> Sooner than later would be best. Because I, I, I would, if it were me, I would rather do it in writing. But if you can just get a meeting with a judge, I would definitely record it. Um, I don't know how they run a chambers meeting there or whatever, but it'd probably be a very good idea to have a witness with you, not a family member. Right. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh oh, my phone's gonna shut down. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, I think my my. Oh, I think he charged his phone. Yep. 
So it was me. I would say write them. You know. You can go ahead and write them and then write them a letter to governor. And see what happens. Yeah, I might just type it in the chat. His battery died, so. Anyway, Mike Price has barely died, so maybe he'll join us later. We'll see. But I can fall back in soon, so we'll just wait till we fall back in. Um, so any other issues you've gone through with? Um, I think, you know, you have any questions I can ask you about. Well, I'm just say this. Uh, I'll talk for a while. Um, I suggest, you know, a lot of us didn't listen to calls for so long, and others, you know, Gus maybe uh, called Mike's call, and I just want to say when you call in, it's a good idea, or when anybody Mike's call start, Gus call, especially call, I would say. Have a pen, a pad, a paper, in whatever situation you're going through, whatever matter, you know, court that you ticket, um, um, your property, property been taken. Um, have all your information ready. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, if you, I'm just use a foreclosure. When they foreclose on you, they first send you a letter. Maybe you answer that letter back, maybe you do not. Then they send you another. They send you, I would say, approximately three, four letters. And they wait a while. And if you still don't pay, don't answer them. They still, still, then they go. Um, to the court and get a judgment against you, and then still it takes time. And then they, you either come to the their court, at their court, or even if you came at their court and you're not ready, you know what to say, trying to, uh, you try to hear or do what they tell you to do. And basically, you're trying to answer them back, like, uh, I, you know, I verified the debt, or you're trying to say what you're asking in their court. And a lot of times, you are speaking with your mouth and trying to get justice that way. And it's not because it's not they can't hear you. Okay, they only get, basically, Carl said this many times, they're moving against you with a piece of paper. And you need to move back against them with a piece of paper. And, and, you know, when you're at their court. Anyway, when they file their foreclosure uh, complaint against you, 
they have everything ordered. I tried to call her. I left messages. I sent her correspondence through mail. You know, still you didn't answer. And so they have their case built up against you evident. So basically what I'm trying to say, all they do, their paperwork have some sort of order to it, like a list. They did this first, and they did that second. They sent you three, four letters and waited, and you still didn't um, correspond back with them. And um, basically, you start getting up in their court and speaking. And you're frustrated, so they're not listening to me, the judge's not listening to me, they're not listening to me. Well, yeah, because they once again, they cannot hear you. So, and when they can't hear you, and you continue speaking, you lose. So basically, when someone is trying to help you, especially call Mike or whomever, and you don't have all your paperwork ready, and then we're asking you, who are you talking about? You say them, they, that. Okay, you need to be speaking about a man you said you've been listening to call for a while, and you still don't know how to speak. You, You know, but we ask you a question, who is coming against you? Well, the court is. McDonald's coming to get me. You know, uh, Santa Claus. I mean, like, we're like, what? You still don't know a fiction is coming against you, nothing, and you feel that they are? And that's your trouble. You're not getting it. When you learn how to act and speak, you know, properly and know how to ask a question pertaining to your case, that's much better for someone else to help you. Because if you don't understand the basis, how in the world are you going to understand the rest of it? You want to go to step three and four and five, and you haven't even covered step one, which is so crucial and so important. you got to find out what man or what, what woman is coming against you. And a lot of us, have not even understood that. You keep saying them, they, the court. Who? Who's coming against you? Really? And then you want someone to help you. Well, how could they? And then we ask, then I, you know, I heard Mike say a lot of times then we try to help you with your paperwork. Say, okay, well, what did they send you? First of all, you don't have that paperwork in front of you. So you said, I think it's saying this. Uh, I kind of remember it saying that. I mean, really? It's like you're not ready. You're not ready. You're very, it's being sloppy. You're not or lazy or whatever you want to call it. You're not ready. And you expect us to help you. It's not going to work. It's not going to work out for you. You know, you know basically when you went to school, and you had a test coming up, you say, oh, I'll study on the Wednesday. Oh, I'll read the book on the Wednesday. Then you go start to take the test. How well do you think you're going to do? 
You need to be studying all alone. Every this needs to be part of your everyday life. How you speak, how you interact with a man or a woman, or you know, around you. And you come in contact with a lot of men, women, pretty much every day. And if you cannot interact with them, how in the world you think you're going to interact in an ad court or hold your own court or understand what to do? You must be in honor. It's very, very important. And another thing I want to uh, touch on is donations. I know a lot of times we talk about that. But uh, what I believe, you know, when you give a donation, it's like giving a birthday gift or Christmas gift or just giving a gift. But at the end of the day, if you gave me a Christmas gift, and then you call me, call I want you to bake me a dozen cookies. So, okay, for that dozen of cookies, I'm going to charge you, let's say, $25. So, wait a minute, but I gave you a donation. Before I donate you this day, like, you know, two months ago. Well, what's that got to do with me baking you some cookies and you uh, compensating me for my work? You know, you know, it's ridiculous. You're not in honor. Or sometimes you, I've heard people on the call, oh, call, I can listen to you. I use some of your stuff. I love your stuff. I believe in your stuff. But you know what? I got a situation right now. I got a ticket. I'm going to lose my license. If you help me, I'll donate to you. I'm like, really? You know, you need to understand that. If you're not in honor with your fellow man and woman, how in the world you figure you're going to get information or get help. First of all, this, once again, it has to be part of your life. You have to treat your fellow man correct, just like you, one of your brother, your sister. You're going to be fair with them. You're going to treat them right. Okay, so what about your fellow man? It's important to do so. So, in other words, you know, then I want to touch on when you want someone to help you on the one-to-one, first of all, they have to accept. It's not call, Mike, Vital, I, or anyone owe you anything to help you with anything. They can refuse you at any time, you know, because it's your problem, and you have to act in your problem, your situation. You have to deal with it, you know. So, and, you know, if you even you say, I'm going to donate to you or I'm going to, Conversate you for helping me. Hey, I might be busy. I can't come. I can't help you. So, hey, you bet. Guess you got to find another way. And, you know, a lot of times we think call God to help us or he owes us something or Michael or something, whomever. No, no one owes you nothing. So, I suggest everybody, even myself, study. Try to get this. It's important. Very important. All right, I'm going to give somebody else a chance to speak.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.